Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. Now, it's one of the age-old questions. Should you mix work and pleasure? Uh, in the week that saw us celebrate St. Valentine's Day, my next guest thinks leaders should be able to talk about their partners and some of their love lives. Uh, Niraj Kapoor has just written a, a book called Business Growth, Lessons Learned from Divorce, Dating and Falling in Love Again. Uh, and he joins me now. Uh, good morning, Niraj. How are you? Good morning, Bobby. How are we this morning? Okay? Uh, I'm real good. Now, tell us about uh, the correlation between lessons in love and lessons in business. Well, there's so much crossover that takes place. Uh, for example, one of the most underrated skills in business right now is being kind. We're all going through challenging times right now with the economy and with a lot of redundancies with people, you know, mental health challenges people are having. And one of the best things you can do is be really kind to people in business. So being kind in your personal life, in relationships, that's a given. But a lot of people don't think of crossing that over to the workplace and being kind and supportive and really listen to people who have challenges and problems. Uh, Niraj, you went through a divorce. And I, could I suggest that a, one thing that one would learn there is that uh, it's a very expensive process and lots of people make money along the way. Um, is there something that you learned from the process of divorce, bitter as it was and sad as it was, uh, you know, that you could bring back to your business and say, you know, that taught me this or it taught me that? The best lesson I learned was I should have gone to law school and become a divorce lawyer. That <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they um, earned law. But... That's what I, that was really what I was alluding to, that you're working <laughs> for the lawyers. I know. Now, the best lesson I learned was to really take care of your mental and physical health, because, you know, your whole world after 21 years of marriage uh, or any kind of relationship breakup, it's very painful. And unfortunately, when it happens, you're trying to balance everything in life, work, regret, shame, disappointment, you know, wishing you'd done things better. And I really wish I'd taken better care of my mental health and my physical health during divorce, without a doubt. Even though losing all the money was painful, money you can always get back. But when you lose your mental health and your physical health, Bobby, it's, it's not good. Yeah. And my advice to anybody is really focus on that as much as you can. That's the biggest thing I wish I'd done better. Yeah. And, and, you know, when you're going through a trauma such as a divorce, it's very hard to leave it at home, isn't it? It's very hard not to bring some piece of that, even if you don't communicate about it. But it's very hard to leave that at home, if, if you know what I'm saying. It is. It's very easy to get caught up in your own world. And one of the first things I do with people when I work with them is I create vision boards. And vision boards are wonderful because they help you stay focused. Um, they help you look at the bigger picture and also it's very important in life not just in business but in relationships to have something sort of bigger than you to work towards like a bigger purpose so that should always be a partner or kids or parents or dogs and cats or charity work or whatever it is that really matters to you these are the things you focus on in life because they're bigger than you are and whenever you work towards something bigger than you it's just so much easier to get satisfaction and it's also easier to have success in it as well. Is it okay to talk about your other half, your partner, your life partner in work? Or is there a balance there about, you know, how one should... Because obviously, if you're talking about social things and that, you know, you might want to mention your partner or something you did at the weekend or that. So is it is it 
is it should you keep some of that to yourself and and or how public should you be on your relationships in the office it depends what you're talking about so if you're coming into work and you're being explicit about what you did with your partner at the weekend that's not appropriate if you come into work and you heavily criticize your partner because of something they did to annoy you again that's inappropriate if you're talking about your partner in a storytelling manner that's different so i'll give you an example i remember there were times you know i've worked through three recessions uh when the first recession came i had hair and a six-pack that's how old i am now <laughs> you know so um and when times are tough and i would talk to my team for example i would talk about the importance of resilience and i would take my wife at the time as an example she came from india as an immigrant aged 18 she had no qualifications that were recognized here she had nothing but through resilience and hard work and refusing to give up and fighting her fears she achieved tremendous success so i would talk to my team about my partner in that way i would give an inspirational story about you know what i know times are tough right now but you have to face your fears you have to become more resilient my partner did and look at the success she's achieved now that is a great example and a positive example about talking about a loved one at work and i presume it might be obvious to say but you know one of the taboos around sort of social chat in in work would be obviously no sex no politics or no religion is that a good kind of rule of 3 to stay away from that is a brilliant rule of three. We all know how religion works in Ireland, so let's not let's never do that publicly in an office. It's just not a good conversation starter. It really isn't. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, so going back then to you know, I suppose you know, your one's life partner. If we talk about it, and I was talking to a guest uh, just last week uh, on this program in our executive chair, who who basically heralded the the role that his wife played in the development of his business, even though she never worked in the business, because she supported him when he was traveling the world. Uh, she raised five kids, and but, but never had any input in the business, but he considered her completely instrumental in his success. What would you say to something like that? Yeah, I think it's absolutely vital to do something like that. Um, you know, after going through a, an excruciating divorce, and two years of online dating were probably the toughest you've ever been through in my life. I finally met somebody. And, you know, Rachel, and she's very different to my ex-wife. You know, she's very down to earth. She lives a simple life. She's a social worker. And she helps me stay calm. And she helps me stay grounded. So it's absolutely fine to talk about a partner in a positive way, about how a partner has helped you achieve success. If a partner is ever doing anything good, like, for example, charity work. Uh, last year, Rachel was raising money for cancer research to honour loved ones who have died from cancer. So, again, you can talk about your partner at work that way. Absolutely. There are certain ways you can talk about them in a positive manner, in a supportive manner, or if you're raising money for good causes. Right. And so when we go back then to, we talked about lessons that you learned from divorce. What did you learn? What business lessons did you learn from dating, particularly online dating? Uh, the best lesson from online dating is don't rush into it. Uh, because in business, a lot of people rush into business. For example, I'm a LinkedIn trainer and a LinkedIn top voice. So on LinkedIn, every day, people are reaching out to me and selling to me straight away, even though they haven't taken the time to get to know me, which is a big no in business. The same thing works with online dating. A lot of the time, you're rushing into a relationship because you really want to find somebody. You know, as human beings, Bobby, we want to be loved. 
and we want to be respected and we want to have our voices heard. And many of us, when we're not in the right state of mind, will just join a dating website or even worse, two or three dating websites at once and try to find that perfect person. And the best advice I have is having gone through it myself for two years is please don't rush into it. Okay, please take care of yourself first. Uh, Learn the art of self-care. Learn to love yourself. Learn to be comfortable in your own company. And then you're in a much better position to be with somebody else. All right. Well, the book is called Business Growth, Lessons Learned from Divorce, Dating and Falling in Love Again. Um, And that was uh, Niraj Kapoor. Thanks for joining us, Niraj. Absolute pleasure. Thanks so much for having me on your show, Bobby. All right. We'll talk to you soon and have a great day. You too. Thank you. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.